Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of May. It is the 18th of Iyar and the 33rd day of the Omer. Today is called Lag Ba'omer. According to tradition, <clears throat> this was the day when the manna began to fall from heaven. This is from Exodus 16, 1-4. Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my Torah. Lagba Omer, the 33rd day of the Omer, is a minor Jewish holiday um, of the Omer counting. Celebrations famously include lighting bonfires in the evening. Tradition says that during the second Jewish revolt against the Romans, year 132 to 135 CE, a plague which killed 24,000 disciples of the famous Rabbi Akiva seized on this day. The end of the plague is likely a veiled reference to a successful turn in the military revolt. It is also the traditional memorial of the death of Akiva's greatest disciple, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Consequently, the bonfires symbolize both the Jewish fighting spirit and the light of Torah teaching. This week, our parasha, our portion from the Torah, actually the two of them, are called Behar and Bechukotai. And that means on the mountain and in my statutes. We're going to start by reading from Leviticus 25, verses 29 through 38. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If a man sells a dwelling house in a walled city, then he may redeem it within a whole year after it has been sold. For a full year he shall have the right of redemption. If it is not redeemed within the space of a full year, then the house that is in the walled city shall be made sure in perpetuity to him who bought it throughout his generations. It shall not be released in the jubilee. But the houses of the villages which have no wall around them shall be accounted for with the fields of the country, they may be redeemed, and they shall be released in the Jubilee. Nevertheless, in the cities of the Levites, the Levites may redeem the houses in the cities of their possession at any time. The Levites may redeem the house that was sold and the city of his possession, and it shall be released in the year of Jubilee. For the houses of the cities of the Levites are their possession among the sons of Israel. But the field of the pasture lands of their cities may not be sold, for it is their perpetual possession. If your brother has become poor, and his hand cannot support himself among you, then you shall uphold him. 
He shall live with you like a stranger and a sojourner. Take no interest from him or profit, but fear your God, that your brother may live among you. You shall not lend him your money at interest, nor give him your food for profit. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. That was Leviticus, which is Vaikra in Hebrew, 25, verses 29 through 38. Our portion today from the prophets is Jeremiah or Yirmiyahu, chapter 2. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and proclaim in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, This is what the Lord says. I remember for you the kindness of your youth, the love of your weddings, how you went after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown. Israel is holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his increase. All who devour him will be held guilty. Evil will come on them, says the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Yaakov, and all the families of the house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. What unrighteousness have your fathers found in me, that they have gone far from me, and have walked after worthless vanity, and have become worthless? They did not say, Where is the Lord who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death? through a land that no one passed through and where no man lived. I brought you into a plentiful land to eat its fruit and its goodness. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The Kohanim did not say, Where is the Lord? And those who handled Torah did not know me. The rulers also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal, and followed things that do not profit. Therefore, I will yet contend with you, says the Lord, and I will contend with your children's children. For pass over to the islands of Kittim and see, and send to Kedar, and consider diligently, and see if there has been such a thing. Has a nation changed its gods, which really are no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be astonished, you heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, says the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the spring of living waters, and cut out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Is Israel a slave? Is he born into slavery? Why has he become a captive? The young lions have roared at him and yelled. They have made his land waste. His cities are burned up without inhabitant. The children also of Memphis and Tahpanes have broken the crown of your head. Have you not brought this on yourself in that you have forsaken the Lord your God when he led you by the way? Now, what do you gain by going to Egypt? 
to drink the waters of the Shiho? Or why do you go on the way to Assyria to drink the waters of the river? Your own wickedness will correct you, and your backsliding will rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an evil and bitter thing that you have forsaken the Lord God, and that my fear is not in you, says the, the Lord, the God of hosts. For long ago I broke off your yoke and burst your bonds. You said, I will not serve. For on every high hill and under every green tree you bowed yourself playing the prostitute. Yet I had planted you a noble vine, a pure and faithful seed. How then have you turned into the degenerate branches of a foreign vine to me? For though you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, yet your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord the Lord. How can you say, I am not defiled, I have not gone after the Baals? See your way in the valley, know what you have done. You are a swift dromedary traversing her ways, a wild donkey using used to the wilderness that sniff the wind in her craving. When she is in heat, who can turn her away? All those who seek her will not weary themselves. In her month they will find her. Keep your feet from being bare and your throat from thirst. But you said it is in vain. No, for I have loved strangers and will go after them. As the thief is ashamed when he is found, so the house of Israel is ashamed. They, their kings, their princes, their kohanim, and their prophets, who tell wood, you are my father, and a stone, you have given birth to me. For they have turned their backs to me, and not their face. But in the time of their trouble they will say, Arise and save us. But where are your gods that you have made for yourselves? Let them arise if they can save you in the time of your trouble. For you have as many gods as you have towns, O Judah. Why will you contend with me? You all have transgressed against me, says the Lord. I have struck your children in vain. They received no correction. Your own sword has devoured your prophets like a destroying lion. Generation, consider the word of the Lord. Have I been a wilderness to Israel or a land of thick darkness? Why do my people say, we have broken loose, we will come to you no more? Can a virgin forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me for days without number. How well you prepare your way to seek love. Therefore, you have even taught the wicked women your ways. Also, the blood of the souls of the innocent poor is found in your skirts. You did not find them breaking in, but it is because of all these things. Yet you said, I am innocent. Surely his anger has turned away from me. Behold, I will judge you because you say, I have not sinned. Why do you go about so much to change your ways? You will be ashamed of Egypt also, as you were ashamed of Assyria. You will also leave that place with your hands on your head, 
For the Lord has rejected those in whom you trust, and you will not prosper with them. That was Yelimiyahu, Jeremiah, chapter 2. Today's portion from the writings is Eov, that is Job 22. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable to God? Surely he who is wise is profitable to himself. Is it any pleasure to Shaddai if you are righteous? Or does it benefit him that you make your ways perfect? Is it because of your fear that he reproves you, that he enters with you into judgment? Is not your wickedness great? Neither is there any end to your iniquities. For you have taken pledges from your brother for nothing, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You have not given water to the weary to drink. You have withheld bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth, and the honorable man dwelt in it. You have seen widows, you have sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are around you, and sudden fear troubles you, of darkness so that you cannot see, and floods of waters cover you. Is not God in the heights of heaven? See the height of the stars, how high they are. You say, What does God know? Can he judge through the thick darkness? Thick clouds are a covering to him so that he does not see. He walks on the vault of the heaven. Will you keep the old way which wicked men have trodden? who were snatched away before their time, whose foundation was poured out as a stream, who said to God, Depart from us, and what can Shaddai do for us? Yet he filled their houses with good things, but the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent ridicule them saying, Surely those who rose up against us are cut off, and the fire has consumed their remnant. Acquaint yourself with him, and have shalom. By it good will come to you. Please receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to Shaddai, you will be built up. If you put away unrighteousness far from your tents, Lay your treasure in the dust, the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. Shaddai will be your treasure and precious silver to you. For then you will delight yourself in Shaddai and will lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him and he will hear you. And you will pay your vows. You will also decree a thing and it will be established to you and light will shine on your ways. When they cast down, you will say, Be lifted up. He will save the humble person. He will even deliver him who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. That was Job 22. Our last portion for this episode is from the Apostles, and it is Romans 3. Romans 3. 
then what advantage does the Jew have, or what is the profit of circumcision? Much in every way, because first of all they were entrusted with the very words of God. For what if some were without faith? Will their lack of faith nullify the faithfulness of God? May it never be. Yes, let God be found true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that you might be justified in your words and might prevail when you come into judgment. But if our righteousness commends the righteousness of God, what will we say? Is God unrighteous who inflicts wrath? I speak like men do. May it never be. For then how will God judge the world? For if by my lie the truth of God has abounded to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? Why not, as we are slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come? Those who say so are justly condemned. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no way. For we previously warned both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, There is no one righteous, no, not one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks after God. They have all turned away. They have together become unprofitable. There is no one who does good. No, not so much as one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of vipers is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of shalom they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever things the Torah says, it speaks to those who are under Torah, that every mouth may be closed, and all the world may be brought under the judgment of God. Because by the works of the Torah, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For through the Torah comes the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the Torah has been revealed, being testified by the Torah and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Yeshua the Messiah to all and on all who believe. For there is no distinction for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Messiah Yeshua, whom God sent to be an atoning sacrifice through faith in His blood, for a demonstration of His righteousness through the passing over of prior sins, in God's forbearance, to demonstrate His righteousness at this present time, that he might himself be just and the justifier of him who has faith in Yeshua. Where then is the boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? Of works? No, but by a law of faith. Therefore we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from the works of the Torah. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, 
Of Gentiles also, since indeed there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then nullify the Torah through faith? May it never be. No, we establish the Torah. That was Romans chapter 3, and it concludes our readings for today. I pray the Word of God is a blessing to you. And before I sign off, I just wanted to remind you that if you are interested in information about our trip to Israel in this upcoming December during Hanukkah, um, you can go to dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip. And we'd be so excited to meet some of you here and to show you around all our favorite places and just to give you a really special experience of this beautiful land. So make sure if you think it's something for you and your family to come check that out on our website, dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip. All right, that's it for me. May you all be blessed today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Shalom and welcome to Daily Moms for Daily Breads. <laughs>